welcome to episode 24. Hi there. Is it episode 24? Sure. Yeah, let's go with it. 24? What's 24 times 2? 48? That's almost half a year of these. It is. Had to do a little quick math there. You had to do quick math. Let's see if I can get which, this a Which is funny that you said 24 and 48. I'm going to go back to our previous conversation last week. So we got T-ball starting next week. Big time. Our first practice. I had coaches meeting on Monday night. It's getting serious. It was very serious. We're having two games a week. I'm, I'm, and they also want you, if you can't, want to practice two times a week. I'm like, I'm guys, like, this is T-ball? Five-year-olds. Four and five-year-olds. I can't be around this many four and five-year-olds that much. Thankfully, they found more coaches, so we have <laughs> only 10 on our team and not 13. That's a good number. That means that, like, you know, that's a, you can reasonably herd 10 of them. Yes. If you got three more, nope. we're going to literally lose three somewhere. Yeah, so just go ahead and start with 10, <laughs> and let's not lose any, but we start with 13, we're going to lose I, I want to. I want my legacy as a t-ball coach to be, hey, he we never lose. lost a kid. <laughs> he never hey, misplaced hey, one child. that is my deal with student ministry, oh, and I have left a few. Can I tell you that? We found them. I, I, I didn't go far. I have no doubt. But I wasn't like, out of the parking lot yet, but oh, someone's in the bathroom. Just Turned the bus around. Just thinking about things that you've done in the past, taking large groups of teenagers to like Six Flags. To a Braves game in Six Flags. Is causes the, me um, indescribable anxiety. In the old <laughs> Braves stadium, you could get Turner, lost. you got to park like yes. a half a you gotta, mile you away. You got to walk a mile through Atlanta. Over the interstate, under the interstate, yes. over the interstate, and go through, yeah. And so you could lose kids. You're brave. You're either brave or you really believe in a delegation of adult chaperones. Yeah. And yeah. just trust but, in the people that you But then you, you also got. have interns. And then also have like those are basically 19-year-old college students being like, hey, you're in charge of these five Those are like one step above the people they're supposed to be watching. But you've had some good ones, so it's fine. Interns? Yeah. I've had great interns. Yeah. 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 Blessed for that. Um, some of our seniors, one – one senior girl this year and one that graduated last year, we were talking a while back about um, me getting mad. And they're like, Peach doesn't get mad a lot. Um, and Give us an example of Peach getting mad. No. <laughs> I get super quiet. I get that, like, dad stare. This is before I even had kids. But, but they said, they go, oh, we remember Peach getting mad. One of my number one rules, my, especially – Baseball games, Six Flags, wherever you – if you go somewhere. No beer. <laughs> <laughs> no beer. Be on time. Okay. If I say our meetup is at 1.30, you better be there at 1.30. If you're not, you're in trouble. Yeah. And these girls were like five minutes late, and we're all standing there, and they're walking up. And I'm like, hey, why are you late? <laughs> and these are like eighth-grade girls, and they just went, oh. <laughs> and they were like, "We've never seen you so mad." I was like, "I wasn't that mad, but I just want you to know, like, when I meet on time, be on. Don't don't be like, oh, I got, oh, well, you know, we got to meet in ten minutes, and we're across the park, and I want to ride Ninja one more time. No, <laughs> just go, um, homie. Don't play that. Be on time. Anyways, to go back to the twenty four forty eight. Wow, we we seriously got off track there. 
as the coach, I have to like give kids their jersey numbers, and all of these parents put in like three or four numbers. You give your options. Give your options. A few parents just put one number, like oh. my kid wants three, and I'm like, well, I guess your kid's getting three because <laughs> that's all you put. Uh, Jude, your son wanted 48. It's his mom's number. Really? That's our soccer number. He wanted 48. There you go. I think. I, <laughs> Jack, I had him down for four. That's when I thought we were going to be the Cardinals and Yachty or Molina. We love Yachty. Four. We're the Blue Jays. Yes. So I was like, okay. And then, and then also another kid wanted four, and I'm not going to put my kid four over there for. I was like, you can have four. Okay. Quattro. And then 13, which was my favorite number. Okay. And Jack That's... was like, okay. But then I asked him again the next morning, Jack, what do you want your number to be? I have to put it in the computer. He goes, I want 24. So we got 24 and 48. That's, the, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so you guys will get some updates on the T-ball. Mm. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of funny stories. What we talked about before, let's have fun. And yes. it's just going to be hilarious. We're going to, our little cheer at, at the beginning of the game. We all, I don't know if you can do that with COVID, but put the hands in the middle and you say, we one, have, two, three, let's have fun. We, <laughs> we, we have to come up with something unique. And I want like, here is my goal as a coach. I want all of these kids that are on our team next year for their parents to be like, I want Peach and Chris to be coaches next year. That's a good goal. Because I want them to be like, this was the most fun. Yeah. They were great with our kids. Hey, they learned a little baseball, but how much are you going to learn? <laughs> but I want it to be like, man, they had music playing. They were fun. They had games. So I, 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 just, I just want them to have a great time. So I'm excited for that. So It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Um, and it's going to be cold at the beginning. It's going to be, yeah. Next Tuesday is our first practice. I uh, heard, so my oldest kid had evaluations, baseball mm -hmm. evaluations, and there were a bunch of parents out there chit-chatting, and uh, there was a family that had uh, just moved from Chicago. And, oh, he uh, was out there like a cut-off shirt and shorts, wasn't he? Well, <laughs> he, he was like, First of all, this is weird. It's January. He was like, we don't even start baseball in Chicago until like April because yeah. there's snow on the ground. It's, till it's <laughs> frozen. He was like, and it's a lot more serious here. He was like, in Chicago, there's like one team helmet. All the kids wear the same helmet. He was like, kids are showing up here with bags with two bats sticking out of it and got their own personalized gear. Yeah, they were like, well, you know, the kids need belts. I'm like. Belts. I never wore a belt playing <laughs> a little, baseball. Little baseball, a little pop of color. You gotta get a little pop of color on that waist. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. We have to go this weekend and go buy helmets and cleats and. Hey, you dress hats. dress for the job you want, not the job you have. The job these kids oh. want is a. Dinner. Okay, so here we have to have a real conversation. Sorry, guys. You guys are now part of our coaching conversation. Uh, are we gonna wear baseball pants? Oh, are you, are you gonna be? No, no. Hey, that's what the pros do. And that's stupid. <laughs> Is there anything? Please show up in white baseball pants. The full, cleats, the full get up. The full get up. Is there anything dumber looking than when like a 67-year-old manager out of way, uh, just out of overweight, shape, overweight, goes waddling right out to the mound, fully decked out I'm in like, a baseball uniform? Are you about to play? <laughs> I put myself in as pitcher. I got it. I got it. I'm coming in. Yeah. No. So, no, I'm not going to do that. I, except I might for a picture, just for the funny of it. Our, our pictures are Sunday. I don't not think. Not this Sunday. But our game is on a Saturday. You have to come back on a Sunday and take pictures. There you go. You just know, do it totally the day we're reasonable. there. 
we'll take our own pictures. We'll we will stand in objection to the stupid pictures. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know what's going on. It's gonna be fun. Um, hey guys, we got some emails. Emails. I'd say that. Yeah, we got two emails. We got two, three technically. One was very mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> we got three emails. One from our good buddy Jeff Taylor. Mm. Um, here at church, he just said, he actually just texted me like five minutes ago. He just said, Hey, thanks for what you're doing guys. Love to listen. Good job. So thanks Jeff. We love the support. Mm-hmm. You're, you're very supportive of this. You have been from day one. Um, then we had Mark Connell, uh, Mark listens in Honduras mm. and Ohio from Ohio, but he lives in Honduras now Awesome. Uh, for the past like 18, 19 years or That's something a long like that. Time. Yeah. He's lived in Honduras for a long time. That's who we do our mission trips with. Mm-hmm. Um, his wife, and then I started this company called Mi Esperanza. Yeah. Super cool. Go to the website. I should have pulled it up. Mi Esperanza in Honduras. They train females, ladies, to like make jewelry and to do nails and hair and purses. And they sell t-shirts and they got trinkets and all stuff. And it's awesome stuff. Yeah. And so basically their goal is a lot of the females there are tied to a male. Mm. And they're not They don't super, have independence, yeah. Yeah, they don't have independence. And when that male's like, I'm I'm out. Yeah. I don't want to be with you anymore. They're kind of left alone yeah. um, and by themselves. And so this kind of gives them a job and gives them things. So when we go down there, we go to Mia Speranza, we've bought purses and bags and shirts and jewelry, and it's awesome stuff. So go to the website. It'd be cool if for some reason, next like two weeks, they're like, we had a big bump. Yeah. Hey, it's great Christmas stuff, <laughs> birthday stuff, Valentine's Day coming up. It's coming up, y'all. Hey, get some get some jewelry from Mia Esperanza. All right, we're going to make Mia Esperanza like our unpaid yes. sponsor. Yes, every week we're going to do that. Uh, um, and we will send out um, some pictures of their stuff, and we'll kind of link some of their stuff when we send this out uh, here in the next day or two so you I guys like to get some. How about this? But – but here's also the deal. Mark didn't email us at the Bible buffoons <laughs> at gmail.com. He emailed me directly with a, you know, with the subject Bible buffoons. <laughs> nice. So it counts. It counts. I'm counting it. And then we had a guy named David P. What up, David? David P. Just said, you, you, you got this? You get this? <laughs> you get this? Question mark. Um, and I said, yeah, man, we got we this. Got Where it. are you listening from? He hasn't responded. So David P., if you're out there. We um, got it. We got it. What his, do you want? His email address, like, you know, like the at so-and-so, yeah. I looked it up. I think it's like a university in Chile. In Chile. But we don't have a listener in Chile. So maybe, maybe he's listening somewhere else. Maybe he teaches there adjunct. Ooh. I don't know. But uh, we get this. But we got this, David. And hit <laughs> us up again. We emailed you back um, with that. Uh, also, we have Instagram and we have Twitter. Hit us up at Bible Buffoons. At Bible Buffoons. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Is it the Bible Buffoons? I think it's just Bible Buffoons. I'm going to go on our Twitter right now. Bible Buffoons on Instagram and on the tweets. On the Twitter. Say what's up to us, guys. We love to have that. Um, also, rate us on um, Apple Podcast. And if you give us a shout out, we haven't had many of those recently, uh, but we're going to give you a little shout out on the pod. So, love to have that. Also, we did not eat a burger this week. We're still kind of gearing up. We're still kind of recovering, I feel like. From the million burgers that we had. 
And then you guys came over to our house last night, and we yes. had Taco Tuesday, and I'm delicious. I'm still full. You went, you went, you went for it. I went for it. Yeah, you went, you went for it. He, Justin made the mistake of uh, sitting right by the cutting board that had the meat <laughs> on it, and I've been there. We've all been there. Yes. If you're in that spot at the table, the sweet spot, it's hard not to just. Oh, I'm just gonna cut a little piece. I ate a lot of steak. I'm just gonna cut another. We had little steak piece. and chicken and ground beef. But the real showstopper was the smoked queso. The smoked Velveeta and Gouda sausage queso. I made fun of him for the quantity that he made, but we we ate put a big dent a in that. A lot of it. A big dent in it. Yeah. We so. still have some. I may have some tonight. There you go. I'm not. If you want, if you, <laughs> if, if you want to come over, we will heat it up, and you guys can. We. It was so much that you had to run to the store and get more. I had chips. to go get more chips. We ran out of chips. We ran out of chips. Um, but it was good. Our families had fun in the backyard playing. Um, it was a little chilly, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Out there. Uh, man, last week was one of our biggest weeks for our podcast. Awesome. We had more listeners last week and kind of went back and listened to old episodes and this. And I asked my wife, Mary Beth, I said, why do you think that is? And we kind of hit on like a cultural hot topic. Yeah. Not the store hot topic. Yeah, well. If you that, want to get a good, a, band, a good band t-shirt or, or something. Yeah, if you want to get <laughs> or some black lights or yeah. some posters. Um, or just to generally feel uncomfortable, you could go hang out in that store. <laughs> did you feel uncomfortable at Hot Topics? Absolutely. I always went to Hot Topics. I, did not, I didn't belong there. And, you know, there's a few times in life where you enter a space and you're like, uh-uh, I don't belong here. That was one of those for me. I don't know. I don't have a good reason. I just went for the t-shirts. Hmm. They had fun, like band or like TV t-shirts, or ironic shirts. Ironic. Like I'm with stupid, and it had like with the, the arrow. arrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But there was always a lot of uh, like spikes and chains and whatnot. I don't know. Did you ever have a wallet <laughs> with a chain? I did not. I I did for a period. I was okay. a chameleon. <laughs> okay. For hey, he's the everyman. You know, you got to be <laughs> all things to all people. There was there's a a part in my life where it's like. I want the chain wallet. I mean, if you're worried about theft. <laughs> that or losing it. My wife, my wife for Christmas got me a tile for my wallet and for my keys. And I need one for like my hat and for my phone. You're just going to tile for, everything. I'm going to tile everything. How does the tile work? I don't want to jump off on this, but is it like, does it make a noise? It does. Okay. It so you can so it's it. on your phone and it's a lot like find my friend or find my device. Yeah. Where it'll tell you you're in the vicinity of it and it'll beep. Okay. I've lost my keys multiple times in my car recently <laughs> and it was fun just to beep and like, oh, it fell down here and your kids grab it and who knows. But mm. yeah. And your wallet, it's the same. I don't have my wallet on me. I don't know where my wallet is. Uh, I need to use my tile. There you go. Have that in there. But yeah, so we kind of hit on... Um, the cancel culture uh, deal last week, and I think that's a very topical deal. Um, this week, we're going to jump a little bit. We're going to go more Bible, uh, and we're going to talk about a subject that we do not know a lot about. There's your caveat right there. <laughs> there's there's your a clip. There's your tweet. We're going to talk about something we do not know a lot about. Hey, I'll, I, I have a further caveat that I'll share when we get to the topic, but... Well, I mean, I was going to talk about the topic now. Well, we've got we, we've got two things we've got to do before the topic. Oh, we do have two things. <laughs> One thing. Two things. Okay. Well, then you tell me. I'm Chris. Oh, I'm Peach. <laughs> I'm Justin. Yes. Uh, just so you know who is talking. 
I'm just so if Justin says something stupid, I don't want you to email and say, why did Chris say that? No, you need to know who's who's speaking. Hey, the, hey, the uh, lights came on. Yeah, I went and flipped the breaker. Oh, I didn't okay. like it. I couldn't read my notes. <laughs> we were back in our sterile room and half the lights didn't work, mm -hmm. but Chris fixed it. Uh, oh, and our next one is state stats. Boom. We got two new states and we got one of the one of the holy grails. It's been it's been an ambition for for many weeks now. We got South Dakota. South Dakota. Giving us a listen. Is that all the Souths? So we got South Carolina. Is there only South Carolina and South Dakota? I feel like those were two markers yeah. in this journey. There's a South, and then there's a North, and then there's a West Virginia. Virginia. Which West Virginia is a big hole right there. We're all around West Virginia. And we haven't got West Virginia. The Mountaineers, come on. So we haven't got those. I think it's all the directional states. Yes. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we got South Dakota. Awesome. Thanks for listening. And then we also have Kansas. 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 Some people call it the flyover states. I've never been to Kansas. Ooh, I have. Have you? I spent some time in Manhattan, Kansas, mm. my junior year of college. It's the Little Apple. That's what they call it. Manhattan, Kansas, the Little Apple. Oh, so the it's Big where, Apple? It's where Kansas State is, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, Why were you there? Uh, just one of the great failures of my life. So I got Whoa. talked into – It was. it's actually a pretty – Looking back, it's a cool part of sort of my story, um, but uh, you went from it's pretty cool to one of the greatest failures. Like you I, went, that's, failure can be cool, yes. Okay. If, if if viewed through the right lens, that's a whole other podcast. But uh, I got talked into selling books for the summer textbooks. So this is encyclopedias. I'm sure there are people out there who have heard of this. It's it's companies called Southwest. And they recruit on college campuses and they send you to somewhere you're not from and you literally go to door, door to door selling reference books, basically. They, reference they're, books? They're kind of like encyclopedias, but they're for kids. They're for kids in school and like the internet exists. So like nobody should be buying <laughs> these books. Uh, but and the I, internet did exist when you were absolutely doing this. yeah uh, and the, that was the whole sales pitch it was like you know how long it takes you to find information on the internet look how quick we can do it with these books <laughs> it was a terrible idea um, but got talked into it I had a buddy of mine who literally made like between twenty and thirty thousand dollars over a couple months doing this so I was like well that sounds awesome I would love to do this and you made twenty dollars. Uh, I don't even, I may have lost money, um, <laughs> but they send you off and you have to find your own housing. Like sometimes they hook you up with people whose kids have done this and you, you live with them. But we had girls in our group who literally went door to door saying, Hey, I'm here for the summer selling books. Can I, can I live with you? This whole thing's crazy. Um, but was, sounds like a pyramid scheme. I, I mean, I'm not going to, there may be some, <laughs> there may be some great people out there who've had wonderful success. I mean, well, if you did 20, 30 K that's, there are people. Yeah. So, um, but I, I would say I went into this experience with a tremendous amount of confidence. I don't really think I'd ever failed so tremendously at anything in my you life. You went in thinking I'm about to buy a I'm, car. I literally thought I was going to pay off my student debts. Like but I was going to come out of this thing. How long were you there? Uh, I made it. You're supposed to be there for the summer. So like oh, two, two, two and a half, three months. Yeah. Uh, and I think I made it just over a month. 
Um, and it was me and two other guys who lived together. I was the first one to bail. <laughs> then another guy, the, one of the other guys left shortly after I did. And we left the poor third guy who his older brother had done it. He was like locked in and he was so mad at us. But uh, yeah, man, I, I learned in a very real way that failure is a part of life. And so you got to prepare for it. Hey, and you did it in Kansas. And I did but it in we Kansas. Kansas was lovely. I have no beef with Kansas. But You have beef with selling books in yeah. the age of the internet, of like the encyclopedia. Pounding the pavement, literally walking door to door. Did you sell any? I did sell a few, but I mean, like, it, we'll talk about this okay. another time, but I'm it, it, was, it was quite an experience. Well, thank you, Kansas. <laughs> On the board, so is South Dakota. Let's get North Dakota. Yes. Let's get West Virginia. Let's, let's get those directional states. Let's call it out. In, um, that, that would be great. Um, so today, we're going to hit a topic that I think there's a lot of mystery. Hmm. There's a lot of confusion. Yeah. There is a lot, well, and there's also not a lot in scripture. Hmm. I mean, there's some, but it's not very spelled out. And to be honest, I kind of like it that way. Yeah. I actually like that we don't know a lot. We're going to be talking about angels. Hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about the mystery. I don't remember how this came up, but, but it, it, it's a thing. What do you mean? What came up? Angels? Yeah, I don't remember how we how we landed on this talk, but I was immediately uh, like, "Oh, yeah, we should totally talk about." I that. texted you last week and said, "We're talking about angels." There you go. All right, because that's I, typically how this goes. Because, okay, so here, here I think is why I came up with that. Now I've taught a class on this a few years ago with our students. Um, I'm not pulling some of that same stuff. It's some stuff in here, um, but I think there's this misconception. Sure. On when someone passes. And I think mm. that's what I did. I think I saw something on Instagram or Facebook. Somebody passed away yesterday, I think was the year anniversary of Kobe Bryant. Okay. Yes. I think a passing. Yep. I think I that was it, that. right? Him and his a daughter and the people on the helicopter um, and that. And then there's other people. We've had people pass away. Um, who passed away? Just a few. Uh, Larry King. Yeah. Passed away this past Hank week. Hank Aaron died last Hank week. Hank Aaron died last week. Alex Trebek a few weeks ago yeah. or a month ago or so. Um, and you kind of have this and you see online of like, heaven just gained a new angel. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we're so happy that you got your angel wings. Yeah. You know, look over us up here. And, I, and, and it's sweet. Right. It's, it's cute. It's, it's a nice, nice thought. It's a very nice thought. And we would love to think that a loved one passes, goes to heaven, and then you get your angel wings, <laughs> and then now you're an angel, and that's nowhere it's in the Bible. It's just unfortunately not rooted in Scripture. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And again, we could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we are yeah. saying this, that, but that's not how it works. But there's also movies. Yeah. Angels in the Outfield. Right. Right? So we had this deal that it is one of our loved ones or someone from the past, and now they're looking over you as an angel, and yeah. they're there to protect you and to walk with you. And that got me thinking again of just this idea of angels where it really happened. Uh, and why I did it with our students a few years ago is that same topic came up uh. of so-and-so passed. And, and one of the teens mentioned like, Oh, well now they're an angel. And I'm like, yeah. well, let's have a discussion about this. Yeah. Let's actually, you go back, you find what you can find on angels in the Bible. So uh, let's see if this is true or not. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. That's not rooted. <laughs> like you said, and, 
the Bible. But we just want to hit a little bit of what the Bible says about angels. Sure. And again, we're talking about we don't know all there is to know about angels. And again, I kind of like it. Yeah. I like there being some sort of mystery about this and it will be more revealed to us when we get to heaven and we will know more about it. Mm. Um, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that, that was the, that was the broader caveat that I had is like, man, there is mystery in scripture. Yeah. There's mystery about this topic. There's mystery about, you know, how God moves and works in the world. There's mystery about what happens to us when we die and, uh, we can explore these things. Uh, but if you are looking for concrete, you know, exact information, a lot of times that's hard to find with some of these more mysterious topics. Well, like, and I think we shy away from that. But to me, the mystery, the message that I get from that in Scripture is this world is so much more complex and beautiful and wild then we can really imagine and we just need to lean into the mysteriousness of it and not shy away from it. Well, and I think in our society, we like to know right. concrete evidence of, no, this is going to happen. This is what it's like. We don't know what heaven's going to be like. We have, you know, like glimpses of it, like of, of, you know, what it'll be like, mm -hmm. but we don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, we can't say this is exactly what it is yeah. like. And it's, and it's the same with angels. So what are some, what would you say are some so cultural society? Uh, um, I don't know the word. Uh, 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 what misconceptions? Do we, misconceptions about angels. What yeah. do we put on angels? Yeah. So um, one, one just kind of comment that I would make sort of along the same lines is like, if you really start to study this stuff from a biblical perspective, you will realize in a hurry how much our view of heaven and hell and spiritual beings, how much popular culture and literature yeah. and movies have, have informed yeah. our vision of these things that have nothing to do with scripture. <laughs> so... But, so when you hear... Now, it's a little hard for us because we've done some research and, and you know, doing this, but... If you were to ask anyone on the street, describe what an angel yeah. is, what, what do you think that they would say? Well, so the first big, big misconception about angels, it, nowhere in the Bible does it say that angels have wings. Not one place. Not one place. Not one place. So uh, most of the time... So but, but, <laughs> but you could see on many trucks here in the South, That's you so have true. the number three with angel wings over That's it. That's right. And well, right. you know, Dale Earnhardt, Dale, they, they might've hey. given that dude some wings. <laughs> he could fly on earth. He could maybe fly up there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no wings, no wings. And I think that the root of that is a confusion. There, there are two different kinds of spiritual beings. There are angels, mm -hmm. which angel in both translations, the Hebrew and mm -hmm. the Greek, uh, Hebrew, it's malach, and in Greek, it's angelos. Mm -hmm. Both of those things just mean messenger. Yeah. And the word malach, especially in the Hebrew scriptures, can be applied to spiritual beings, and in those cases, it gets translated as angel. Uh, but it can also be applied to humans. Humans okay. can be malach, and prophets were yeah. called malach. Um, I don't know where I started with that. Um, wings. Wings. But yeah, so there's there's two kinds of spiritual beings. 
Uh, there's the angels, and then there's the cherubim. Well, so cherubim th- have wings. Well, well, so I'm gonna get into that, right? So yeah. there's the cherubim and um, seraphim. Mm-hmm. There's some more of those. They but they're distinct. It's distinct kinds of spiritual there's beings. there's there's at least three different types. Right. Three different types: um, the cherubim, the seraphim, and then there's like creatures. Mm. It also says that they're gonna look like a human. Mm. And not all do. And so like when we look at our paintings and look at different things, we think of an angel. We think of them being like in a robe and being beautiful, having these wings, having a halo. Right. (laughs) What is the halo? Where did that come from? I didn't do any research on the halo. I didn't do any research on halo, but we can't find it in scripture. Yeah. also, we would think about it like in Valentine's Day coming up of like a little, little Cupid, a little Cupid, like a little baby angel, you know, maybe with a harp. Right. Right. They're playing some music and doing nice that. Harp. I just over here. I don't know how to play a harp. Yeah. But angels take the form of people. Um, we really kind of see two different versions of this um, in scripture. If a person encounters an angel while they're awake, like if they encounter them just in their walk in everyday life, very often in scripture, they get mistaken for just a person. Somebody else. Yeah, yeah. just a person. But now if they encounter them in a vision or in dreams, they have the appearance of a human, but clearly there was something else, else going on that terrified them. <laughs> I, I would say nine out of 10 times when you read about an angel or for us, you know, they're called sometimes hosts. Sure. Um, it is terrifying. Right. It is not like, oh, look at this angel. It is face to the ground. It's you hit the deck. Terrified. What is this thing? You hit the deck and you're afraid you're about to die. Um, <laughs> we first read about, so it says, hey, where did, where did angels come from? Uh-huh. So when we have that God created them. Right. They are created beings. They are created beings. And we know from Genesis 2. So if you go all the way back to Genesis 2, uh, that God created the heaven and the earth. Um, the heaven and the earth were finished and all the host of them. Mm. So we know that God created them sometime in the seven days, uh, created these angels. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hear of, you know, they have the names of host of armies uh-huh. as well. Right. And, um, and then I get the impression and then we'll read about this a little bit spirits that they're also called as well. Mm. Host armies, spirits, um, that they have an important role and there's multiple roles sure. that they have. So we talked about this a little bit before the podcast. We're going to be touching on some really big ideas in scripture that we're not going to jump off on at this point. These are yes. like whole other episodes that we could have. Um, but to understand angels and, and why they exist and why they were created, you have to understand that there are these two And again, this is a whole big topic, but there's two realms. There's the heavenly realm, that's where God is, and then there's the earthly realm. And we see in scripture that there are places where these two realms can overlap and God's presence can be present in our earthly space. But angels were the couriers, for lack of a better term. They, They are messengers of God who come with a message from God from the heavenly realm and bring it to earth. Uh, and then they also are um, in cases like uh, responsible for enacting God's will or acting on behalf of God's will in 
or our earthly space. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but so, but heaven and earth, that's going to be a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, so looking at, so one of the most famous, I would say one of the most famous encounters with an angel mm. here on earth. And it was one of the times that looks like a human. Okay. Matthew 28. Awesome. We have Jesus in the tomb. Uh-huh. And then an angel came and then Mary saw this angel. Right. Right. So in Matthew 28, two, it says there was a violent earthquake for an angel. Of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they <laughs> shook and became like dead men. There you go. Okay. The angels, uh, the angel said to the woman, do not be afraid for, I know what you are looking for. For, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. So you have Mary, but for some reason the women were not as afraid. Right. But the guards were. So I, I, I don't know anything about that if he changed, but well, he was sitting. You know, and you see in other biblical accounts of this same story, like they, they think that it's just a person, the women do, yes. that have taken Jesus somewhere. They're like, just tell us where hey, you took hey, his body. Say, yes. We want to know where he is. And, and then as he speaks, it becomes clear, oh, I'm, I'm dealing with something, something else different. here. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm dealing with a thing. What is another misconception, do you think? And I, this, is a, this is a weird, not a weird question, but just kind of going off. Well, I think you hit on probably the biggest one, and it's that, some part of our post life, mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you're faithful and uh, you, you die and are reconciled to God, that you become an angel. And uh, I don't think that I, that's I don't the think case. That's <laughs> we, we, we also hear, which I think ties into that, that they become an angel and then now they are probably your guardian angel. Watching over you. Right. So we hear this term, like, well, they're now, you know, you know, you know, they died and now they're our guardian angel right. and they're watching and they're protecting us. Mm -hmm. Do we find that in scripture? Once. <laughs> and this one is, again, we can go into this. This is very weird. Uh, but, but we have one time where we kind of hear about a guardian angel. Tell me about it. Uh, okay. Matthew 18. All right. Uh, Matthew 18, it says, see that you do not despise. And, and again, this is Jesus. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. Mm. For I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my father in heaven. Mm. So you have this, that apparently from the little bit of scripture is that maybe that there are guardian angels for kids, mm. right? It says, so do not, you know, with these little ones, with these with his children's for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my father in heaven, mm. that kids might have angels, that there may be angels looking over children. That's the only thing that we get from a guardian angel. And, and it never says that in scripture, uh, but having this guardian angel, but we would say just in our culture that that's probably a thing. Yeah. And again, that's not rooted deeply yeah. in scripture. I think maybe, some it, people might pair that up with um, a text from Hebrews okay. where, yeah. where it talks about, you know, since we have this great cloud of witnesses, mm -hmm. let us run the race. You know, and I think people have maybe 
wondered, you know, what is this? Who's watching us? You know, who's watching and cheering on our our race on on earth? Is it our ancestors? Is, is it, it angels? Is it, is it great biblical figures? You know, the fathers of the faith who and are. Then you go like Hebrews eleven. Yeah. You have like the hall of faith. Is it them looking down, or is it angels? Is it? Yeah. You know, grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. up there doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we just get kind of tied into this. So let's go back a little bit, and the the um, two or three different types of of angels. So mm-hmm. one, you've already hit it. We have this cherubim. Yep. Right. Uh, we find this in Genesis <clears throat> and it said that they guarded the entrance yeah. to the garden of Eden. Okay. Um, God is enthroned about them in Ezekiel 10 and mm-hmm. also says that God rides on them. Oh, cool. Psalm, uh, this is God rides on these cherubim. And then it's also the golden figures, which is probably the most famous one, right? It's the golden figures on the ark, on the ark of the covenant yeah. um, in Exodus 25. And, yeah. and, and they had wings. So right. God rides on them, which we assume that you have to have wings to fly. I'm not <laughs> going to say you fly. have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's up there, you can just fly. <laughs> um, but they have these wings. So that's one form sure. of an angel is the cherubim. Yeah. I think, um, I think, Cherubim are pretty cool, and you know if you if you if you do if you <laughs> do it, that's the quote, man. Man, a cherubim are pretty cool. If you uh, if you do a little digging on on this idea, you can kind of pick up on some symbolism and uh, you know a little insight into what these beings are for. And I think we see two kind of main roles that cherubim are presented having in Scripture. One is that they guard. God's space. So yeah. if you think about um, the Garden of Eden and, and what that represents, that was one of those times where the heavenly realm and the earthly realm overlapped and God was literally, his presence was there. And once people got kicked out, those cherubim are standing guard and uh, protect God's space from people or entities or beings that aren't supposed to be there. And then you see that same type of visual imagery uh, play out in the tabernacle. Yeah. And you see that same type of imagery play out in the temple once it was built. And then you see that anytime somebody has a vision of the throne room of God, you have Isaiah, you have Ezekiel. Ezekiel. When they see this throne room of God, they see these cherubim and they're guarding. But they have a second role too, and that is they're constantly praising God. Well, and that also goes to the uh, seraphim. Right. We hear a lot about that with the seraphim. So the cherubim uh, are these weird mashups of animals mm-hmm. and people, and there's symbolism there, and it's really, really cool. And uh, the Bible tells us that creation itself is praising God. Oh, I'm not, even, the, even the rocks The cry rocks out, cry right? out. The trees mm-hmm. sing to God's glory. And in the cherubim, you have these mashups of a, like, it's got a ox face and, yeah, and, lion, and eagle and, talons yeah. and all this stuff. And, and, and they're just all the time. They're just proclaiming, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. And it's a picture of creation itself, praising God constantly. Yeah. So, um, Isaiah six also has, when it goes to like the seraphim, it says that then they continually worship the Lord saying, and holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Um, of host, the whole earth is full of his glory, um, that it's mentioned multiple times that this is one job of the, of the angels is, you know, being a messenger, 
being a protector, and also just worshiping nonstop who God is. And, and then like in that, we get a cool glimpse of what heaven w- will be like of this continual worship to God, mm. uh, of always worshiping him um, in that. And then we also have that they look like living creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that some look like humans, some don't, some look like a mashup. Yeah. Uh, we have in Ezekiel and also in Revelation, it says that you know that they look like a lion or an ox or an eagle or a man. Some of them have two faces, some of them have four faces, some of them have one face. Yeah. The only common denominator in, in the descriptions we see of cherubim and seraphim in the Bible are they all have wings. That's the only common denominator. In every other aspect, they're described completely different. And I think that, one, that's just a reflection of literally what they are and what they look like. But Uh two, it's symbolic of creation. And it's symbolic of the beauty and diversity of this world that we live in. And that whatever you see and experience is, is praising God and is good creation. Do we know any names of angels we know two dose and i will say maybe three and i'm gonna get in that for a second if if you're getting on a third one that's a whole other can of worms but i'm excited <laughs> yeah i mean i'm gonna talk about it for a second okay and i think you know where i'm going but yeah so we have two right we have gabriel 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 who's gabriel, gabriel? that's some dude <laughs> I, I knew in high school uh gabriel and michael and michael yeah so two. so like revelation uh 12 we have michael and that he is in uh, uh, he has a s- specific title. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What is it? Um, so yeah. Michael is specifically called the archangel. The archangel. Um, which, you know, that translation, it's in Greek. It just means like chief. Ruler. Angel. Yeah. Um, you can look over him. But Gabriel um, like and Michael. Chief. Mike, oh, go um, ahead. One of the chief princes. Sure. Well, that was the other thing. They're yeah. both referred to as princes. Mm-hmm. So that gives us, again, mysterious. It's mystery. Uh, but it gives us some sense that there's a hierarchy. That there's a, yeah. That there is an organization to these beings and uh, how they go about their business. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's in Daniel 10. You can read about that too. Um, and then Revelation 12. Um, and then I think Revelation, I said that there was a war in heaven and Michael and the angels fought against the dragon and the dragon's angels. Ooh. So again, there's a whole nother spiritual realm. And again... You know, this could be 10 other podcasts where we're yeah. going to dive into this. But this whole, s- that that there is a spiritual warfare. Right. And that one job of the angels, or one part of the angels, is that they fight. Right. That they fight against the evil one. And they fight against, here it says, the dragon and the dragon's angels. So there's also angels that are on the other side. Right. Um, angels aren't always on God's side. Mm. That they can be on both sides that fight mm. uh, um, each other. And so, Michael... That's the big one. Um, and then we have Gabriel, mm-hmm. which you find in Daniel 8. Right. Right, where, um, where that is the messenger angel that spoke to Daniel. Right. Spoke to him. So we have the two there that we know of. Sure. Um, it'd be cool to know some other names. It would be. Um, I'm excited to find out one day. <laughs> hey, I want to know some other names of angels, man. Let's just do this. Um, and then the third. Tell me what the third is. Could be Lucifer. Oh, okay. Oh, that's you have, not what I thought you were. Oh, well, let's do yours first. No, you go first. Um, <laughs> could be Lucifer. Okay. Um, there are some that say, and I will go ahead and say this that I have preached on this before. Okay. Maybe shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I think my message was still 
you know, pretty clear, um, or it still was true. Uh, but there's this thought that Satan himself, Lucifer himself, at one point was an angel. Okay. And that he fell. In Ezekiel and Isaiah, we both read this idea where it said that you uh, um, were at the right hand with God and you were up there and you were sitting at the, or you were with the throne of God and then you fell because of, um, you thought yourself of being more beautiful and deserving of worship. And some believe that that's where we get, that is where Satan came from, is mm. where he was once an angel and then he fell because he had more pride in himself, pride in his beauty, is I think what it says, um, and thought that he should be worshiped. Mm. You could twist those texts and I would just out there and say, <laughs> I did that. Um, but my sermon was on thinking that you have too much pride, mm. um, that that is truly a big fall of man. And we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, that that is, I think, one of the biggest sins and one of the hardest things that we fight. I think a lot of sin comes from the root of our own pride. Absolutely. So that's what my sermon was about was that, but I use this kind <laughs> of text here. Um, you can't find anywhere else. And there's a lot of theological debate about that. For sure. Um, so maybe we'll mystery. that. There's More a lot mystery. of mystery that goes in with that. Yeah. Um, all right. So what was yours? The angel of Yahweh. Okay. So, and this is, this, this could be its own podcast. And uh, I have, you know, have we need to be making notes of this. So we know <laughs> here next month or two, like, Hey, what should we do? Oh, well, we should do this. Um, and I have not done enough research to speak intelligently on such an important topic as this, but we have, give us a footnote. We have this other figure in scripture and, and it's, he's called the angel of the Lord uh -huh. or literally translated the messenger of Yahweh. And, uh, what we know about God is that God is a transcendent creator who is distinctly other and above all, right? But we get these glimpses in scripture that he's also present and accessible within every part of his creation. So the angel of the Lord specifically called that yeah. shows up in... A few different stories there's uh in genesis 16 with hagar the egyptian that's a pretty wild story um abraham and isaac in in genesis 22 uh exodus 3 moses has an encounter um, uh, with the burning bush and that's described as the angel of the lord the messenger of yahweh um, uh, numbers 22 with balaam uh, judges 2 mm. judges 6 judges 13 first kings zechariah 1 and First Chronicles 21. And what we see here is that um, the language that is used with this character in Scripture is very mysterious yeah. because it'll, it'll be referred to as the angel of the Lord or the messenger of Yahweh, but then it'll be referred to in the same passage as Yahweh himself and then also as God. And what, what I think we see here is... is a little foretaste, a little, a little preview okay. into what Jesus would be. So whereas this angel of the Lord is both separate from Yahweh, but also, but also Yahweh, is, yeah. uh, Jesus was Yahweh become human. So was, I think, I think this idea, also the messenger, right? Exactly. God, Jesus so 
tons, tons of biblical scholarship and, and research on this topic that I'm not going to hesitate or not, I'm not going to uh, pretend to Elaborate dive into on, here. Yeah. Um, but I will say that this idea of, of Yahweh coming in this form was a really important theological idea for uh, the people that Jesus interacted with, and it and it helped make that connection. Yeah. So do some do some digging there, and maybe we'll do a whole Angel of the Lord podcast at some point. But it's a really big idea uh, because it's referred to as an angel, as a messenger. Uh, but then, in some ways, we're is it is it Yahweh, right? So pretty cool there. Yeah. Going deep, <laughs> or we could go. Um, so what I'm gathering from the angels is that there is a hierarchy of angels. Mm -hmm. Not all angels are cherubim, right? Not all angels have this certain role. Some angels have different roles. Right. Some may be guardian angels, but with Matthew 18, only to the little ones, only to children, mm. there may be some sort of realm there. Um, some of them walk among us mm. that have a human form. A little bit, but mostly what we read is that they are terrifying, <laughs> uh, terrifying creatures where light's so bright that you can't even look at them, um, and then it's crazy. We don't know how many angels there are. Yeah. So we are not going to pretend that we know the process of, is God always making angels? Yeah. Is there one set of angels? Yeah. And then he, you know, made all the angels in Genesis, and then, and we're, and then we're done. <laughs> And like, we're not going to make any more. Yeah. We have all we need. We don't know that. We, uh, and should we know that? No, like yeah. that, that doesn't, um, that doesn't hinder my walk with God. Yeah. Knowing like, God, I didn't know how many you make. Yeah. What is the quota? Is there always a certain amount? Yeah. You know, we do know in like Hebrews, it says that there is an, in, an innumerable angels. There's every time you read. Yeah, Hebrews talks a lot about angels. Or you don't know how many angels there are. Yeah. When you mentioned uh, they might be walking among us, you know, there's that scripture in Hebrews 13 where it says, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for, that, for by this some have entertained angels without knowing it. Now, the point there is be, be a person of hospitality. Don't get hung up on the yeah. angel part, but yeah. like, hey, uh, that's a pretty interesting idea there. Yeah, well, which may get, you know, when you see some movies, and I think we... I, I won't say we, I won't put this on all you people. I'll say on myself. When you look at movies and different things, I think we get caught up in ghosts and angels. Yeah. And I think we put them in the same, you know, like the same category. They died and they come back. Are they a ghost? Are they an angel here protecting? Um, yeah, we, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. But what we do know is that some may walk among us. Yeah. We may see it every time that we see an encounter with an angel is pretty bonkers. Yeah. You know, in scripture, whether it is, you know, the burning bush, whether it is at the tomb um, and just seeing an angel, uh, it is pretty crazy. Yeah. When I think there's a, you know, if we're going to do a, a podcast about angels, you know, I think that one idea that we see in scripture, particularly the new Testament is that there is, um, something about our human nature that when we start to think about these things or uh, encounter stuff like this, our mind can go to the wrong place. Like several times in uh, New Testament, people are warned not to worship 
angels. Oh, yeah. These, uh, these beings, although special and uh, an important part of God's kingdom, are not to be worshipped. Um, we're supposed to view them as uh, basically Host co-workers helpers. in the kingdom. Yes. Like we, we, if anything, you know, there there are uh, partners in the fight uh, mm-hmm. for good, but they're not to be worshipped. So don't hear what we're saying. Say go start digging into angels and and give them your devotion. Jesus is the one who is worthy of your praise. And if you know, and if you clicked on this, you know, title. Because we talked about angels, we're also not talking about Chris Angel. Oh yeah, that's different. That's a that's a, that's a totally <laughs> different podcast. Uh, sorcery, magic. Oh boy, Chris Angel. Um, no, it yeah, like n- not to worship them here, um, or even in general. Do your own deep dive into you, angels. You can go as deep as you want to go. You can go a while, but there's some great books on this too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to hit about this is that there is this deeper calling this deeper mystery mm. um and and that's okay yeah for you know for myself i like to know concrete things mm. i'm again a very let's get things done i want to know this okay now i know it but when it comes to angels and when it comes to the spiritual realm there's so much that we don't know and i think that's on purpose yeah there has to be this uh, um life of faith to know that there's stuff going on that I can't even comprehend or grasp or know. Uh, and that's cool. And that's okay. And just know that God has that part. Right. Um, but I think another big thing is knowing that there is this spiritual realm, that mm. there are armies, that there are battles, good and evil fighting that we don't even know about. Right. Um, because we get so in our own box, in our own life and tunnel vision of, what is happening around me is it, hmm. but it's so much bigger, so much more than this. Yeah. Um, and for me, this puts God again in a bigger, bigger category to know, man, he made and created and did these things that I don't even know and comprehend <laughs> and I'm not going to. Right. Um, until he reveals it or if he ever does. Yeah. Um, and we can get to heaven and still not know all this stuff. Cause he's like, Hey, you don't even know about this. Yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, as ministers, we want to have answers. Oh, yeah. And I think that there's a really big hesitation amongst people in our field of work to say the words, I don't know. Oh, yeah. But I don't know is <laughs> such a big part of following an infinite, unimaginable <laughs> a creator yeah. God. So anytime we, we, we come upon something like this, that we get that little anxiety in our hearts like oh what what is this about this is making me nervous don't let it make you nervous let it fill you with wonder and awe about how big this universe is and how big a god could create something this intricate and beautiful and wonderful so big and intricate and beautiful and wonderful that we can't grasp it you can't even comprehend it lean into that and praise god for it i don't want to serve a god that i could know everything about absolutely right yeah i mean i you know, like, again, I don't want to be able to put God in my box because yeah. he's too big. Yeah. And if and if I could say that I know everything about it, then we're done. This is a constant learning um, and doing your deep dive into angels um, and what that is like. Um, and it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Um, don't 
shy away from I don't know. Yeah. Same like the Holy Spirit. Mm. We don't know everything there is about the Holy Spirit. Same thing about suffering. Same thing about, you know, eschatology. Like (laughs) all this stuff, you know, we can be faithful and search the text and pray, pray for wisdom. Um, But it's okay to, to, you know, in in the face of difficult situations, just, I don't know, you know, but I trust God. (laughs) <laughs> number one yeah that's it trust yeah. god that we don't know hmm. and it's okay yeah your life's gonna be uh, um i mean for me my walk with god is not depending on knowing everything about him right where i have to know everything there is about suffering and about the holy spirit and about angels hmm. and i gotta know what exactly happened at the burning bush and what did the angel look like sitting at the tomb with mary yeah i don't i don't even i don't need to know all that yeah it is cool that God has given us a glimpse into another area right? Uh, to say, hey, there is this other area, but it's not time for you to know everything about this. Mm, yeah. Or again, ever. Yeah. We may never know. And I'm at peace with that. Me too. I'm at peace not knowing. Yeah. I've spent most of my life not knowing a lot of things. <laughs> and this is just one of them. And we hope you have peace too. And we hope that you have peace. Um, well, thanks for joining us as we just kind of quickly rambled... This- this was the Cliff's Notes. Like, I oh. hope you were not jumping into this thinking we were going to give you a, a, a dissertation on angels because there's a lot. But we told you what we know and what we for sure don't know. <laughs> we sure don't know. We'll always a, tell you what we don't know. We don't know That's a our lot commitment. about angels. Um, but if you guys have some verses that you like and that you run across, again, we couldn't hit all the verses about angels, Hmm. but if you have something that you're like, Ooh, I like this verse about this, or you have questions Hmm. again, we will do our best to answer them. But just like you said, the answer might be, I don't know. The answer (laughs) might be like, I don't, I don't really know. And you know, we can try to guide you some other places to help you learn more about angels. Um, and this, but, uh, yeah, this was fun. This was a fun little, I won't say a deep dive, a shallow dive, a, a toe in the water, toe in the water to what angels are like. Um, we hope that you guys have a great, this is our last one in January. All right. Correct. This is our last January. We'll hit February coming up next week. Hey, uh, hope that you guys have a great week. We, we will for sure keep you updated on T-ball. Oh yeah. Practice starts next Tuesday. It's going to be, great i hope uh, <laughs> it's gonna be great it's gonna be fun uh we enjoy you guys listening thank you for reaching out again hit us up with your burgers we didn't eat again we didn't eat a burger this week but uh, we're looking for those little areas those little things here in birmingham mm-hmm. that hey you got to try this burger um and we're excited to dive into that as well yes sir with that well hey thanks for joining us and we'll catch y'all next week bye peace